The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 328. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray. I hope you are having a wonderful week. We are back with another episode of the Old Pre-Meds Podcast, another question that was asked about being a non-traditional student and what that means. We are here to answer your non-traditional questions and hopefully help make your journey a little bit easier. If you have one-on-one questions, we have a small team of advisors at Medical School HQ that you can go and ask for help at medicalschoolhq.net. Check it out over there. Uh, Click on that advising tab. Before we jump into the question, though, I want to talk about the MCAT Minutes brought to you by Blueprint MCAT, our sponsor here on the old pre-meds podcast. Did you know that you, as a non-traditional student, may be a little bit busier? Hint, this may be the topic of today's question, how to handle all that busyness. One of the best ways is to plan out your study schedule, and you can do that for free over at blueprintmcat.com. Sign up for their free account and use their amazing study planner tool. Let them know how much you can study a week when you're planning on taking the MCAT. Ideally, uh, when you have days where you just can't study, Maybe you have a spousal partner responsibilities, kid responsibilities, all that fun stuff. You can put all that stuff into the planner and Blueprint MCAT, the planner over there with their free account will give you a custom schedule just for you. And we all know that life happens. You can drag and drop stuff all around. So go check it out, blueprintmcat.com. All right, let's go ahead and jump into our question today says SOS, SOS, SOS to all old pre-medders, balancing act help. How have you been able to balance spending time with your kids, the housework, and quality time with your partner while studying? I'm trying, but I feel as if I'm drowning. So this is such a common question. And I, as a as a, as a student going through this process way back in the day, I was a pseudo non-trad, right? I didn't get into med school the first time I applied. I applied during a traditional timeline. Then I took some time off, applied, deferred a year, uh, got in the second time, deferred a year, and then started med school way back in the day. But it's such a common problem that I, I think the easiest, the first thing, the easiest answer I can give you, the first answer I can give you is give yourself some grace. As a non-traditional student going through this journey, we as type A, if you want to call it type A, that although some people will say that doesn't exist, as, as type A personalities, we are striving for perfection because that's what we think we need to get into medical school. And so when you're going through this journey and you are not hitting perfection, you're not hitting perfection with your studying, you're not hitting perfection with your spousal time, your partner time, you're not hitting perfection with your fitness and diet routines, you're not hitting perfection as a parent, you're not hitting perfection in whatever it is, right? Insert your priorities here. If you're not hitting perfection, you're giving yourself way too much of a hard time. 
And then what happens on top of that is you struggle with your OCHEM, you struggle with your biochem, you struggle with your physics, whatever it is. And then you go, well, I spent all of this time studying. I, I spent less time with my loved ones and I still struggled. What's the point of going through this? We give ourselves a hard time over and over and over and over and over again. And ultimately, what does that do? What does that help with? It doesn't help with anything. So why do we do it? Well, we do it because it's just it's just what we do, right? We give ourselves a hard time. We want to get into medical school. We want to be physicians. We're striving for this ideal world where we can have our cake and eat it too. And there's lots of discussion online, I think rightfully so, about work-life balance. The problem is I don't believe in work-life balance. I believe in seasons. As a human being, as a pre-med, as a medical student, as a physician, as a resident, as a fellow, as a physician, attending physician, we go through seasons. There are going to be seasons in your life as a pre-med that are busier than others. And you have to communicate with your partner, with your kids, with your friends. You have to communicate and say, hey, you know what? This upcoming semester, I'm going to need some help. This upcoming semester, I have MCAT prep. I have biochem. I have uh, my applications, right? There's going to be a lot of stuff on my plate because I want to apply this year and get into med school and, and have a better life for us, right? Do this thing that I've always wanted to do, have a better life for us, this, this income that a physician affords us. I need help right now. We need to understand that there are going to be semesters, there are going to be weeks, there are going to be months where you are not going to have balance. And you have to give yourself grace. And you have to ask for support through that time. And the other times where things let out a little bit, right? Things let off. You're done with classes. You're done with MCAT prep. You're in a little bit of a lull waiting for interviews. And you have that opportunity to not, I don't want to say make up for, but you have opportunity to to put more deposits into the bank. There's this uh, framework. I don't know where it's from. I've heard it in a few different spots where uh, kind of life, right? Relationships are putting in deposits and making withdrawals. During the busy seasons in your life, you're mostly taking with withdrawals, right? I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need your help. And the other times when you're not taking withdrawals, you're making deposits. Let me do this for you. Let me help support. Let me take care of the kids, partner, so you can go have some you time, right? You've been supporting me over this last semester. At the core of all of that is communication. You have to communicate with everyone around you and say, here's what I need. Here's where I'm at. Here are my expectations. How can we get through this? What do you need from me so that you can you can help me through this process, right? Uh, and, and I think ultimately that's what it takes. I heard from a, a non-traditional medical student who was on the pre-med years several episodes ago. You can go check it out. But she was talking about how she comes from a military family. Her spouse is a, a military member. She goes away to school. Her kids, 
Her husband stay in one spot. She commutes to school and stays in that area an hour or two hours away, right? Uh, far. And and she over communicates with her family. Hey, mom's deploying, right? Being from a military family, the dad deploys. They understand that terminology. They understand that kind of phase of life. Mom's in med school. I'm deploying, right? I'm going to be gone during the week. I'm going to come home on weekends. Maybe there are some weekends I can't come home because I'll have a big test coming up. Over communicating needs, desires, expectations is ultimately what it comes down to. And getting rid of this expectation that you can have it all at the same time. You can't. It's impossible. Give yourself grace and allowance that that it's going to be okay, right? And there are going to be some of you out there, and I've talked to you, right? There are going to be some of you out there, unfortunately, that are not supported by your partner. And that's where you have to have really hard conversations and, and introspection and, and kind of just soul searching. Is this the partner for me in my life who can't support me right now through what I need? What happens when, dot, 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 right? Later on in life when, when you know what hits the fan and that person who is not supporting you right now continues to be selfish, right? Let's call it what it is. It's, it's selfishness. And so you, unfortunately, you listening to this may be in a situation where that is you. And, and I'm sorry. And you have to really ask yourself, what do you want out of life? Do you want to be in that relationship? Or do you want to chase your dreams and be supported by someone who will support you through this? So hopefully this was helpful. Lots of expectation setting, lots of conversations, lots of realistic understanding of what it's going to take to get through this process. And the one thing it's not going to take is perfection. The one thing it's not going to take is balance all the time. So this was a great question. I hope this was helpful. Don't forget to check out blueprintmcat.com for that amazing study planner tool to help with some of this stress as you go through the process. And if you're looking for some one-on-one help, go check out medicalschoolhq.net. Click on that advising tab and see how we can help you. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time here on the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. This is MedEd Media.